Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's the Final Word Cricket Podcast, Ashes Daily here at the Oval. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon once more with gusto. We were at the Oval, Jeff, about seven weeks ago for the World Test Championship Final. So much has happened between times. Uh, perhaps not quite the same sting in this test than would have otherwise been the case had uh, England won last week in the slot at Manchester. Mm-hmm. But um, the emphasis from the Australian team at all of their media engagements, we don't care about last week. It's all about winning it here for the first time since I won. Last week is last week, man. The past is the past, man. We perceive time in a linear fashion, man. We're moving on into the future. And yet, here we are back where we started. It's as if we've gone back, as it were, to the future. Something that's never come up on this show before. Mm, it, it does feel strangely cyclical I suppose that makes sense because it's the oval a a round shape there is no end there's no beginning to an oval you always end up where you are Um, nothing's happened in the last few weeks really nothing important nothing of note except for the you know accelerating towards the brink of climate collapse um, as evidence with Antarctic sea ice um, going through the floor and most of Europe burning down nice upbeat stuff to, to start the podcast today it's also the home of the ashes you know, ashes yeah. in terms of heat. What will be left of human civilization? Yeah, yeah. So. There's a, there's a, um, a a mural painted on the wall of the um, of that, uh, that that obituary that was placed in the ad in the paper rather all those years ago. Jim Wallace has written about that in the Guardian, and next to it, underneath it home of the ashes or birthplace of the ashes the oval and you know this is we've described it before as the people's ground there's a better energy around this place than lords uh, when you compare the two london venues it's a venue where australia haven't enjoyed a lot of success over the years although they did win here against england in 2015 they did beat it in india recently but you want to go back it's been fairly lean pickings here since 2001 and even before that too Um, but you know we've seen the surface against India in county cricket through the season as well whether you play a spinner or not it's no sure thing it used to be um, the track which would get plenty of turn late in the summer but we're still in July and there's plenty of grass on there too yeah they they don't didn't mind a draw here at the Oval historically quite a few of those uh, as things go through I heard a bit of chat about rain as well let's just not even think about it let's just not even worry about it if it rains it rains Um, but I think you have to have a spinner regardless of whether it's dry regardless of whether it's a turning track 
just for tempo, just for control, just for being able to rotate your fast bowlers. You know, it's it's a classic for a reason. Sometimes convention should be overthrown, but sometimes convention is convention because it works. And look, Pat Cummins was sort of, he didn't go all the way on his press. So he was asked about whether they missed a spinner at Leeds. He said, well, I would have liked about five other different <laughs> bowlers. At, um, uh, sorry, at, at, at Manchester because I, I didn't have the options or, or, you know, I would have tried any option basically was the subtext. But it didn't let them change up the pace. Yeah, they had Travis Head bowl a couple of overs, but that wasn't the same thing. It didn't let them try to change the pace of the bowling, try to tempt England into a mistake when they were going at the ball. Um, and that's likely to be the way that they play again. The other storyline through the Australian squad in the last few days since we last spoke to you at Manchester was the, the, the longevity of David Warner. There were, there were rumours swirling, and that is true to say, there were rumours swirling towards the end of the test at Manchester that maybe, just maybe, he'd um, jump off here and call it quits regardless of the result and kind of use that as the, uh, the incentive this week. You know, win the Ashes in England for the first time, obviously, in his career or any of their careers. It goes back to 01 before any of them had made their international debuts, of course. Um, but he, he, um, he, he watered all that down yesterday, said, nothing doing here in fact Warner being Warner and it shows even now deep into his career there's no one better at mastering a press conference than him he said well if I make runs against Pakistan in the summer I might keep playing Johnny Farnham made plenty of comebacks so he's not actually going to do that I should add but it's an emblem of um, how Warner is going to keep messing with the media all the way to the end he I mean he backs down from it straight away yeah, he was like yeah. no 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 I'm, I'm joking I promise yeah, five minutes I later promise, <laughs> I promise I swear to you I swear to you it's it's not going to last to pass the SCG which of course as people will point out means he still has to get selected sure. to play. And I don't think that is a 100% sure thing, particularly if he doesn't make runs here. You would be well within your rights as a selectorial group to say, you know what, you've had your time. Um, Australian selections, there's, there's, there's a pride in making hard calls in the history of Australian selection tables, like Ian Healy not getting the farewell test at the yep. Gabba and everybody booing Adam Gilchrist onto the pitch and one match later he plays one of the great innings in test history and gets them home in Hobart. We know these kind of stories. We know about Martin Love getting punted just after he'd made 100 you know, to, to make way for whoever it was coming back in. Damien Martins, Steve Waugh, who knows? Can't remember anymore. Um, all these things have been lost to the mists of time so you would be within your rights as a group of selectors to say no we start fresh at the start of the Australian summer but so this this may end up being his last test match it's it's not really in his hands that might be the last time that David Warner does a test press conference as well which would be fitting given how playful he was but he'll of course be at the 50 over World Cup in India later this year England are going to go I wouldn't say sentimental um, James Anderson is keeping his spot. Same 11 as the side that drew at Manchester last week. Ben Stokes um, did say that Anderson is still their best bowler. So, you know, whether he's saying that for effect or whether he actually believes it, either way, it, it's, it typifies the, the way they've backed Anderson through the series, even though he's only taken three wickets. I thought he bowled better at Manchester than his figures suggested, but still um, he'll get a chance here at the Oval um, to do as he did back in 2009 and, and play an influential role uh, in a test match at this ground. He's, he's still our best bowler. It felt a bit to me like Paul McCartney writing to Ringo Starr and saying you are the best drummer in the world yeah. after after Ringo cracked Changed the shits yeah. when um, when they used drum machines <laughs> through the recording sessions uh, although you and I have tended to fall on the side of Anderson in this back and forth about whether whether they should move on you know I I think people are very reactive when they watch cricket and they judge players based on a couple of matches when you're 
older, when you're towards the end of a career, it's like, well, you've had two bad games, you must be done. You must be absolutely. Whereas if you're in the middle of a career, you're allowed to have a couple of, a couple of games where your stats aren't that good. It's not like he's bowled terribly through the, no. the, the three tests that he has played. It's just that he hasn't returned bags of wickets. Maybe he's helped other bowlers take wickets. That's the kind of argument that's really hard to prove. You know, there's no strict data on... on there's correlation and causation as we know they're different things um, but look I'm, I'm glad to see him get another attempt on a pitch that's out of all of the ones he's bowled on this summer this is probably the one that looks like it might help the most. Yeah it might be and the fact that Stuart Broad's going to play five on the bounce when he was probably outside of uh, England's top three before that Ireland test match show it all comes full circle for the veterans. Yeah Australia are talking about the spinner if they do go with Murphy then who they leave out will be interesting it feels like it's probably Cameron Green although mm. Green bowled beautifully here in the World Test Championship final um, which is a while ago now and a lot's happened since but they'll, they'll want to have that extra seam option if they do play Murphy in favour of one of the seamers or out and out seamers be it Hazelwood if they're reluctant to go back to back tests with him given his recent history form or Stark if he hasn't come up from his shoulder complaint last week that'd be two seamers two all-rounders and a spinner mm. uh, I'm not sure whether they'll be completely comfortable with that no I don't think so I, th I think we drew so at the press conference today Pat Cummins said we don't have a team that selected a meeting now but he basically gave away their thinking he he said spin was the main the main decision to be made um, which means you know they'll be leaning that way he said that Mitchell Marsh and Mitchell Stark have both come up in terms of fitness they'll have one more look at them tomorrow just to make sure that they can both bowl but that means that they're both getting picked effectively yeah. and he said that Michael Nisa is has been incredibly unlucky and um, he hopes he has many more opportunities to play test cricket in the future which suggests he's not playing this match so the only ways that could change is if Mitchell Stark wakes up tomorrow and, he, and his shoulder's bad again they might bring Nisa in um, but if all goes as planned that won't happen. It'll be Stark and it'll be Marsh and it'll be Murphy, which means Green sits out. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'd play the third seamer. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't back Hazelwood back-to-back. -back. There's no reflection on Hazelwood the bowler, just Hazelwood the rig, the body. Um, he, he has had a habit of breaking down Josh of late. Hazelwood, Al McPherson, right together there, at last. Right there. I, I, wouldn't want either of them to, I wouldn't want either of them to break down. I wouldn't want Hazelwood to break down in the first innings, um, playing back-to-back -back test matches with, I guess, a bit more of a turnaround time than, than, than would have otherwise been the case, having not bowled a second Only time at Manchester, once, yeah. but bowled a lot of overs in very taxing circumstances. So I actually would play Nisa. Actually, that might segue us nicely to the Final Word Hall of Fame. The Final Word Hall of Fame is brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. The Ashes Summer, this is good, I love this. Mm -hmm. the, the Ashes Summer is coming to an end, but settle down Judith Durham over there because the carnival is not over yet at Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. Did, 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 did Judith Durham sing the carnival is over? Yeah, the Seekers, okay. man, the Seekers. Um, uh, don't let rain spoil your fun this summer with over 700 places to eat, shop and play across the UK's biggest shopping centres. Whether you want to slide tackle your mates during a game of golf at Putt Shack at Westfield London or battle for bragging rights over ping pong, beer pong, darts, pool, karaoke at Bat and Ball, Westfield, Stratford City, uh, there's always good times to be had, whatever the weather. Our colleagues in the press um, crew have been playing so much table tennis in Manchester. Mm. We were waiting for two and a half hours for David Warner to do his press conference yesterday, a series of reschedules and whatever, and we spent a lot of time talking about how they can find somewhere to play table tennis this week in London. I'm going to direct them straight to bat and ball at Westfield, Stratford City. Does not come any better than that. Jeff, any nominations? I think, I think you weren't were too happy with Harry Brooks' morality yesterday. <laughs> I, just, I just thought in terms of saying, like, you want to be careful in a press conference because you say one thing, you say one phrase, you say unselectable at the moment or whatever it is, and then it gets put in inverted commas and it gets carried around. Now, if you've if you've had an ear on the way things have been talked about this series, you know that moral victories 
that's not really a phrase you can get away with anymore. And Harry Brooks says, oh, if we win here and it's 2 all, morally we will have won the series. <laughs> so, okay, so morally won the first test match at Edgbaston, morally Definitely. won the second test match at Lords. Without a doubt. Uh, actually won the third test match and morally won the draw yep. at Old Trafford. And, and then even if it's 2 all, it it'll be a moral win in the series. So I just thought maybe, um, maybe having heard the phrase so much, it's like he couldn't help saying it. It's like, don't think about an elephant. It just comes out of your mouth. But, you know, maybe, maybe if you're England, just don't say the word moral. Yeah, Brooks says he doesn't read any media or any social media, so I can kind of get why that word may not carry the same weight that it, it does. It wormed its way in. Yeah, like on social media, we're very online in these jobs and we know what the moral ashes discourse means and you've explained it pretty well there that England morally have been successful in three or four or, attempts. Yeah. Maybe, morally yeah, or, 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 actually, or actually. Yeah, yeah they're, they're four nil. Yeah. I think Australia won morally at Leeds. I can't remember why now. Something happened that, that meant Australia had... I, I certainly argued the case that moral, morally Australia won at Leeds. I don't remember I, why. I thought Australia was scared of fast bowling at Leeds. That was the, the story there because Mark Wood came out and, and bounced them out in the first innings or blew through them anyway, the five for nothing at the end. So morally they lost that as well as actually losing it. So maybe they're actually 5-0 down, Australia, and they could be 6-0 if this is another moral win here. They can go the full Glen McGrath and lose the series 6-0 here at the Oval. Who would have thought a couple of months ago? Um, I, want to, I want to return to um, Michael Nisa. I'm of the view that he is now the least lucky Australian cricketer of my lifetime. Um, prove me wrong. I mean, sure, you can say Stuart Law, but Stuart Law was always probably eighth or ninth in the depth chart. There was never really a time when Law was like next man in and waiting and waiting and waiting. Remember, Nisa before his test debut was either 12th man or in the squad for more consecutive test matches than anybody without making a debut. Got one at Adelaide against India, um, England rather, a couple of years ago. Did fine. Got a couple of wickets but didn't dominate. Jai Richardson outbowled him and thus um, Nisa was down the pecking order they, again. They got back injured. up. They were both, they were both allegedly right. left out through injury at Melbourne. Which got Boland. Scott Boland takes six for seven. Yeah, that's it. That's how it plays. But he still gets another chance at Adelaide last year and simply because Alex Carey came up to the stumps in the second innings. When Nisa was taking three for, um, a lot of Australians said, oh, he's too slow. He's too slow for test cricket. The reason Kerry was up to the stumps is the track was dead. They were trying to make the test go more than at least four days um, because they didn't want the Windies to get rock and rolled in three. So that, that track was as dead as I've seen in a pink ball test match. He bowls the house down in England for um, Glamorgan throughout the course of not just this season, the last four seasons, but won't get a start here. I'd play him, but Pat Cummins was asked the question by Baz in the presser, you know, one for the Nisa must play crew. Is he going to play? And Cummins said he's one of my favourite bowlers too, but, um, you know, selection's tough and hopefully he'll get another opportunity but it feels like for the second consecutive Ashes trip Nisa will be a tourist only yeah uh, it's 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 sad um, we we wished that we could have seen him but you know you, you got to bowl quicker that's the only answer you can't go to Adelaide uh, ground with a statue of Darren Lehman out the front and have the keeper come up to the stumps that's not going to cut it no I mean look he's quicker than a bunch of the 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 slowish swing bowlers who we've enjoyed the work of you Vernon Philander types yeah. Chad Sayers Meshwak Kumar Muhammad Abbas you you know, you can bowl 129 and move it and that's fine. He bowls more like 133, 135 yeah. and moves it and that's fine too. And he can also make hundreds in first class cricket, which indicates he'd probably go okay with the stick in a test match. And he's still fresh. He bowls as quickly as Chris Wakes. Anyway, anyway, it's not going to happen. In all probability, it'll be the big three. Unless there's a kidnapping. Just a little kidnapping. Just floating it. We haven't done it yet. Maybe maybe Mitchell Stark gets in the wrong taxi tomorrow. I don't know. Just saying. I reckon it'll be the big three and they'll leave out Cameron Green. I hope you he didn't hear that. He's batting just over my right shoulder. Uh, that's where we'll leave it. Google Westfield London, Westfield Stratford City. We've also put the, the link into the show notes of all the various summer activities you can enjoy there, be it uh, sunshine, as it kind of was when we started recording, not quite anymore, or rain, as we're expecting at some point during the week. 
Final Word Daily, Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon. We've got our live show tonight, which I guess in theory you might see this and want to come down at the last minute. I think that's probably you okay. Can, you can click the link. I don't know if it's fully sold out. There were like, because we added a couple of tickets, there might have been 10 left. So if you click the link and there are tickets there, you can come. If there aren't any tickets, don't. Don't come. Don't come unless you've got a ticket beforehand. That's with Steve Finn tonight. We'll publish some of that on our Patreon page after. If you want to become a patron and support what we do, patreon.com forward slash the final word. Westfield, London. Westfield, Stratford City. More extra, less ordinary. Him, me, bye. Sorry if I ran out to empty wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.